Westport. Yep. That area up there. Sanford and the Sons. Yep. That's where I was working at the comedy club. Oh, yeah. That's where I started. There. You started there? <laughs> yeah, the one in Westport yeah. before they turned I, it into I, Johnny Dare's Steakhouse or whatever <laughs> bullshit it became. And then I heard Johnny they kind of like, they had a falling out, the family with the sons and the father, and there was like somebody went to jail or something. Oh, yeah. yeah well, that whole family was a disaster. Yeah. Re- rest in peace, all dead. All yeah, dead. Correct. Are they all dead? Mostly. No, actually, the, the dad is somehow partially still alive. Dead. Partially <laughs> dead. He's, he's been dead inside a long time. Oh, yeah. but I'm dead yeah. inside, too. He's the only one Who that's isn't? still breathing. All three of the sons have, have died. Wow. We are. But they were terrible people. This is true. Well, what, what do you do when you're we terrible? You open up a comedy club. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. We talk about them a lot because he started there and then I went just to get stories and then everybody brings it up because most comics have gone through that place we yeah are, uh, let me tell you but i like Kansas Craig? city i like, yeah, I like yeah. it's a fountains a lot of fountains yeah a lot of fountains that's that, interesting it is we barbecue barbecue yeah you know that's Joe's, funny as I a like comic Joe's. you kind of learn about the country and cities i mean you can mention any city and i'll i kind of know what it is and the layout of it of course yeah i'm most of them i'm getting better and i've learned i love uh kansas city with all the steakhouses joe's was my favorite big barbecue uh city i'm not a meat eater barbecue but you don't I eat appreciate meat at all? the culture of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> the dying culture nice. yeah there are they're just aren't enough have you had an impossible burger yet uh, I have not. Oh, I think I'd throw an impossible burger on a grill in Kansas City somewhere and put some barbecue sauce on that puppy. Uh, you would get <laughs> shot down, I feel like. There's just so many cows that need to die. Well, these are made of puppies. Oh, They're made uh, out yeah. of puppies. <laughs> that, that, I, that I like to eat that puppy. So <laughs> yeah. That makes it so much better. Is that healthier to eat a puppy? It is because the meat is not so tough. Okay. Yeah, just it don't choke sense. on the collar. That's all. Does it? <laughs> He wasn't Guys, kidding about having it on the really tip of the tongue. He really wasn't. It's a lot of gold right there. I am so happy to have you on the Comedy Store podcast. This is so exciting for us. It's exciting. Thanks for having me. We I've been wanting Kevin to do this Nealon. for years. Really? Yeah. yeah. We don't get enough people you know, admitting that. So That's true. What I'm I love about, about this room the most are the views. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got a great view we, of Sunset. You got a great view. I mean, there's you know walls blocking it, but I'm sure if you open up those walls and climb sure, up about ten can... feet, you would see. Uh... Yeah, it'd be a, a beautiful subterranean view of sunset that most people don't just get. don't get. Yeah. yeah, they used to waterboard comics down here. I think a long time ago, <laughs> they were doing it up to For about a year time, ago. Oh, they were and up then, to a year ago. Uh, there were some corporate issues, so they they, they decided recently... to stop the torture. It's not torture, you know. Yeah. The government approves. Like so fun. yeah. That's fun. We used to take people who who perform too often at the Laugh Factory down okay. here and just really let them know where does your loyalty lie. <laughs> A lot of people don't, you know, don't know, they don't feel that there needs to be loyalty to comedy clubs anymore. But I have a. Are you loyal to any? Comedy no, clubs? no. I spread I spread my love to all of them. Good for you. Know you. What I, mean? I used to bartend at the Improv. Nice. New York or here? No, here. Here oh, on wow. Melrose. Uh, this is 1980, 81. For two years I did that. And I made pretty good money. It was on the slow nights. It was on Sunday and Monday nights. Okay. One of those was the um, open mic night. And then I would come here for the open mic night because I wanted to be a comic. And um, and I would kill. And I would do, But Mitzi never made me a regular because she knew I used to be a bartender at the improv. But she would just hold that grudge. Yeah. And I, and, and I wasn't even thinking thing. along those lines. I thought, really? That's... And she said to go work other clubs around the country. And at the time, I was kind of very resentful and angry about that. Like, and I thought, I'll get her back. Because all I really wanted was my name on the comedy store on the outside. Right. You know? Of course. Because that way, that kind of validated you as a comic. But eventually, I got a billboard across the street <laughs> for a little show called Weeds. And oh, so yeah. I said, take that, Mitzi. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy that. And then Mitzi. somebody told me about a year or two ago, my name she... was on the comedy store finally. So <laughs> there you go. If they, it all came around. They, do they wait until she died before they put so. it up there? I think so. Yeah. It was yeah. her last dying wish to get <laughs> you. Never do it. But her sons were like, no, this <laughs> this is payback for never being there. We're writing Kevin Nealon on the wall. Did you do improvs across the country? I mean, did the improv hire you like Eventually. That? Eventually. Yeah. 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 When, I mean, back they... then there weren't franchises. There was just, Oh, yeah, you know, that's right, because that didn't start till. Yeah. There was just a couple of clubs around, you know, there were like other things like Funny Bones and 
and things like that and There's chuckles so many in funny Indiana. bones. Yeah. They're still around though. Yeah. I mean like a lot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the improvs, you know, the, that whole franchise came about I think probably in the 90s. Maybe the late 90s, I don't know. Yeah, I just I remember I don't I got I started here in '93 as a waitress. So in my head, oh, I'm, you were a waitress here? Yeah, How twelve years. Do you sympathize with the waitresses? That, when I do, I yeah. do. And nine times out of ten, if you can't find me, I'm in the kitchen because that's where I feel comfortable. <laughs> do you want to hear something crazy? Please. I bartended at the Improv for two years, and the service bartender was Les Moonves. Okay. In the back room, who was the head of CBS, <laughs> and the guy that took over for me, Eddie Burke. Thirty-eight years ago, Eddie's still bartending still there. there, and he's doing a yeah. podcast right now. He I've does, been talking I did to his him. Podcast. I love him. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. the nicest guy. He's great. Yeah. Did you ever go over there? You know Eddie? I, I don't. I, I, he's the bartender there now. They never gave me spots until after I had to quit drinking. So, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's tough to handle a, a drunk comic sometimes. Yeah, that would be annoying to me. Like I, when I'm down at the Improv, I just feel panicked because. I don't really know anyone down there, and I, I hate just being that guy hanging out. So I always just walk around. I'm that way at some of these satellite clubs now, like the Virgil and you know some of these clubs that are kind of out in Los Feliz. I go in there, and I don't know these people, and I feel like their father, you know, because they're no. all like millennials and stuff. Yeah. And I go on, and they, they like me, and they, I get laughs, but it's I, get, I know that feeling. Yeah. Where you don't know anybody, and... But it's really it's really strange the way life kind of evolves. And, you know, you, as a comic, you go into these clubs and you don't know anybody in the beginning. Right. Yeah. And then you're the young guy and you're starting out. And then these other comics get older and then they go away. I don't know where they go, but they go away. Success it, sometimes. Yeah, maybe Success. that's it. They work <laughs> yeah, yeah. in nicer places. And then you come up and you're headlining there and now you're getting spots. You're getting paid. And then you go away because you got a show or something, a TV show, or you go on the road, and then you come back, and there's all these other new comics now. When I first started, there was like, um, you know, all the only comics and like doing the clubs were like Jewish comics, you know, um, black comics, Jew, um, you know, Irish comics, and, <laughs> you know, not not too many, not a real big variety. And then you know, after I did SNL and stuff, I came back to the clubs, and it's like you know, Arabs and Iranians and yeah, Indian yeah. Yeah. It was everything. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Did you get um, like? Did you get excited when we were just not doing well at the comedy store? Did you keep your no. finger on the pulse of the comedy store because no. you were anger toward Mitzi? I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I'm just trying to Late 90s, early 2000 was the best years of your life as this club <laughs> yeah. slowly was oh, crumbling. We, it was bad. I'm, I'm really I'm happily surprised at how popular it is now. And there's lines out front all I the love time it. and but all the rooms are filled. It's happening at the Improv. It's happening at the but Laugh not Factory. Much, not, like the, not like the store here. I mean, I'm, I'm always biased toward the store but I, I'm happy that people are going out to see live comedy pretty much yeah. in, uh, you know, in a lot of different places. I was never resentful about not getting to work here as a regular but um, uh, but I remember the vibe back then. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the So many people say that. That's why, yeah. They had, Like the doormen that worked here were kind of tough and they were kind of <laughs> like you know uh, everybody's like nosy about what everybody else is doing and bitter that somebody's making it, you know. But then on the other hand, it was this magic energy that was here. Robin to get on stage or Annie Kaufman. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I one of the first people I met at the improv, I was sitting at the bar, I came in there and on my right side was Marty Feldman. Okay. And on my left side was the guy told me he was the original Ronald McDonald. Oh. <sighs> And I called my mother the next time, my parents. I said, oh, you can't believe this. I met the original Ronald McDonald and um, <laughs> Marty, you know, Marty Feldman. My father. <laughs> and, um, and then I come to find out, I, I got to know that person who said he was the original Ronald McDonald. It was really Bob Zamuda, who was oh, Andy Jesus. Kaufman's kind of like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. co-creator guy. Sidekick. <laughs> but I remember Bob at the time, uh, you know, we became friends. And he asked me if I would referee one of Andy Kaufman's uh, fights. <laughs> you know? and I remember I, I wish I could have done it, but I had to work that night. You're, wow, that's yeah. awesome. But like I'm saying, though, that was the magic that was here at the store. And, you know, when you had all those performers coming in, Richard Pryor and sure. Steve Martin, everybody, Albert Brooks. I mean, that's, you know, that's... Albert Brooks. Yeah. I never saw him do stand-up. I've seen one of my absolute favorites. Me too. And but I've gotten to know him. Have you seen him? Really? Have yeah. you ever seen him do stand-up? Yes. I was at the improv one night, open mic night. And he calls. I was bartending. And, you know, people call me. I've answered the phone. Steve Martin called to see if he'd come down and do a spot. 
Yeah, they asked for Bud, mm-hmm. uh, who owned the place, and um, and then Albert Brooks calls. He comes down, and um, you could tell he was up on the Hollywood Hills. They were probably smoking weed, <laughs> and his friend goes, "You should go down and do it." And so you know, he comes down, and he does like ninety minutes Shut in a room. Up. And I'm just watching him, thinking, "Wow!" And I used to watch all these comics at the Improv because I was bartending there. Yeah, and then I'd go up, and I knew where the peephole was upstairs in the office, so I would go up there. When people, I mean, the room was packed sometimes. You know, a lot of times it was packed because you had guys like Andy Kaufman on. Sure. Where he's reading from the book, The Great Gatsby, or he's doing, you know, The Washing Machine on stage and Ro- or Robin's on <laughs> or, you know, Letterman. Or, and you can't see in the showroom. I can't from, come in there because right. Bud Freeman says, you know, get out, get out. That's Don't stand in the aisles. Mitzi, yeah. So I would go up in the room. I look through the peephole up in the wall and I watch. <laughs> And, so uh, creepy, but hot. It was such hot. a great time. Yeah, <laughs> really, so cool. I really loved it. That's amazing. Yeah, because I mean, we Rick was a door guy. I was a waitress. So, but I wasn't a comic. He was a comic. I didn't start. You, why would you want to even work here if you weren't I know. a comic? It was the only job I got when I. Moved why did you move out here to be an actress? They wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let you be an actress. <laughs> no, I was trying. Hollywood to... sent her a memo. <laughs> said, what, sorry, they were like, you interested. resemble Marty Feldman too much. You got to get <laughs> out. Uh, no, it was. Um, I I moved here to be an actress. I was like, oh, I'll just do plays out here instead of going to New York. And then I realized they don't do plays in L.A. And so whatever, I, the only job I could get was here. And I was like, oh, this seems like a fun place. And it was like, yeah, my all my friends are comics. So, but I did no yeah. interest. And then I worked for Mitzi. Because I had no interest in comedy, she was like, oh, this is perfect. You know, I could trust her to be in my house. Yeah. She's not looking for something. Oh, sorry. Did we hurt you already? No, I, I slid my chair into my so knee and my careful. legs are so long. Oh, Jesus. You I do hit the wall legs. that's 10 feet across from me. <laughs> <laughs> it went straight through me. Yeah. Yeah. It was... <laughs> How uh, tall I'm are six you? four now, but I was so. five eight when I graduated high school. I had a growth spurt. Believe it or not, I really did. I after I was high f- school. After high school, wow. that's what my grandpa did too. He what? was like, I think he said he was five ten when he graduated. And by the time he graduated college, he was six three, almost six. They must four. have been looking at you in college, like the fuck is happening. I was watching my arms grow out of my sleeves, like in, in person, like a werewolf. Was happening, yeah, like Jerry Lewis, <laughs> like the Nutty big. Professor, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Well, and um, but now I think I've stopped growing. Okay. Hopefully, I, I, you might, I don't know. Your leg just went across the room <laughs> through the wall. I have That's, really long legs. Yeah, you're a stretcher. Yeah. I have long legs. My grandpa used to say, oh, "She's got legs that run all the way up her ass." I don't know if that was harassment or not, but well, I it's true. It. <laughs> yeah, it's, they do run up around. It's just a statement. How else are they going to get there? <laughs> I used to be like, I, I was so little, I'd be like, what the hell does that mean? And I'd just be looking at my legs. I guess they are up my ass, but. Your I, grandpa sounds like a real creep. He's great. I don't know if I he can was put the that greatest, creepiest guy I knew. <laughs> you know what makes me uncomfortable is going in a dressing room where they have the three mirrors and you could see your back Ugh. and your ass. And you go, oh my god! Why would I even buy new clothes? You know, to cover. <laughs> Do you not check your ass out in the mirror? I don't like really. Women? No, I don't have like the three mirror thing at home. I just have the front mirror. Of course. But I know the front of my body, like the back of my hand, <laughs> which I never see either. <laughs> Gold, so, yeah. all on the tongue, coming out. It's all coming out, man. Just spewing out. But so, yeah, I mean, I just don't like it. I have a really high ass, and, and okay, um, okay, and mostly legs. Because they run all the way up it. They yeah. do run all the way up. You got those long legs. I don't know. If you were just legs, how tall do you think you would be? If I was just legs? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Still taller than a midget, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't like to call them midgets. So dwarfs. <laughs> so, well, well, that's a. Listen, yeah. this is a topic we could argue all night long. Because <laughs> as long as it's Aren't disrespectful, <laughs> I think that's the important thing. Yeah. For sure, it has to be disrespectful. What did Brad? Uh, what did Brad say? The only one he doesn't like is the oh. slur from Willow Peck. Right, Peck, Peck. He says as long as you don't call him Peck, he's fine with any of the did other options. You ever options. hear that as a slur for dwarves? No, I've never heard that before. Well, I didn't either. Peck, but they said it's from the. Movie There's a movie Willow, Willow and yeah. uh, it's Warwick Davis and Val Kilmer. And Val Kilmer is a swordsman, and he just keeps yelling "peck" at all the midgets. That's hysterical. Oh, it's and kind of rude. But Br- I like Brad it. obviously. <laughs> felt, Brad Williams yeah. took offense. How long to have it. you guys been married? Rick and I. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> what year long. did I hire you? <laughs> <laughs> she did hire me. She was the boss lady when I got a job as hired a doorman. Hired you for what? To yeah. work the door here in yeah. you, you were hiring people? I was Mitzi's assistant. She, yeah. You were? She was She was literally running the show This is a 93, though? I started in 93, so her health started declining late 90s, and I stayed till 2005. So for about five or six years, I was... Pretty much running the wait staff and what's happening with her office now? I went by there I once. You were I looked in say there. It's like a museum. Completely different. And my heart dropped. <laughs> oh. What's happening with her these days? Well, <laughs> oh, she's no. over here. Myth. Yeah. She'll shut the <laughs> power down any second. She did throw a light at Tony Rock and I a couple weeks ago. We were talking I love trash. Tony Rock. Isn't he's he so great? Funny. He's so underrated. <laughs> he's, he really is. He really is. I love Tony. But anyway, we were talking shit, and a light came flying off the wall. Notice they're not. Do up you believe there in anymore. that stuff? I noticed Mitzi would throw a light. Yeah, I believe that. I don't believe in signs or anything. You know, people say, like, my wife is big on ladybugs. So if she, oh, she's going to make a, a big, big decision about something, she'll see a ladybug and she'll go, that's a sign. There's a ladybug. Well, that ladybug is always there. Now, you is know? it true that if you count the spots on a ladybug, that's how old they are? Or is that something my parents would tell me to keep me quiet for a I while? I think those are sunspots, <laughs> you know. This, this one has cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This it's definitely. That is a sick ladybug. <laughs> I don't believe in anything. That's I don't. I don't. I have felt spirits here, though. I've been here so long that I I have felt like cold. But I think that's weird in your thing. head, though, isn't it? It's kind of all psychological. I don't know. I'd be sitting in Mitzi's office. What? What? what is that empty now? It's like a museum. I, I don't isn't think it's, it? it's like a museum. They haven't now. touched anything. I don't think they've touched anything, or at least they haven't told me if they've touched anything. Can't they turn that into another comedy room in there? Well, look at look like what you're trying belly to do. Room? That's so hurtful. <laughs> <The> smaller belly <laughs> room. Like we can't jam people what, in enough. Me, what kind of grief? Why isn't that okay, the podcast studio? <laughs> I'm curious. Let's Eleanor, move it. What was what was she like? I mean, who? What comics? When you were working with her, who did she really love? What comic did uh, she have a lot of faith in? Faith in um, that that would switch from day to day. I mean, she had her comics that she loved. Her pets. She had a lot of pets. Um, but Who are we talking here in the 90s? We were talking Alan Steven. We were talking Dom Irera. Dom Irera was a pet because Dom could work the improv, the Laugh Factory. He, his, light, his name could be in lights in every... She didn't yeah, give like a Jay shit. Leno. Any, well, he, she didn't like him. <laughs> she didn't like Jay. She no? was mad at Jay. She, no. I, I'm not going to say she didn't like Jay. I'm saying she was pissed. Like all that shit that happened during the strike and those guys, you know, she yeah. would tell me terrible stories about Letterman and stuff like that that just really hurt her because she believed in them so wholeheartedly and was trying so hard to push them mm. especially David that that hurt her a lot did my name ever come up that is a weird thing that you just said. Just be honest. Uh, no. We've talked a lot about this. And just because he's here, I don't <laughs> want you to hold hurt. back what she don't said. Don't hold I'm, back. I'm hurt that it didn't come up at what all. What she said was he wasn't was. tall enough. So I said, well, you didn't yeah. know him in college. And that's when no, he really I will tell you what up. she did tell me. Yeah. That she already had a tall comic here. Oh, Tom that's, Wilson. That's hysterical. Tom was one of her pets. And she they lived in Crestville. He was Dice's roommate. They all lived up in her house. In Dice Crest. who? Andrew Dice Clay. Oh. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I answered. I'm yeah. such an idiot. I'm so used to being around people that don't know him. Like young people. They're yeah. like. I know. Isn't it who? crazy? Yes. Because they're like, Andrew Dice Clay, who's that? But and people like, don't know who a lot okay. of famous people are. No, but they it, don't. Because they, they're so focused on the idiot influencers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. To kind know of, who anyone. Yeah, yeah. But that's okay, because that's what's happening now. Sure. I mean, I ran into Jim Carrey at a party a couple years ago, and um, he was not, like, doing TV or anything anymore. I said, what are you doing these days? He goes, I'm sculpting and painting. (laughs) Amazing. I said, why is that? He goes, well, I enjoy it, but also because people don't remember, like, actors and stuff. After 50 years, you're gone. You know? But I kind of disagree with that. Like, Jim Carrey had a lot of movies. You know what I mean? Eddie Murphy... Um, but you know, none of those, they won't be remembered like, though. Yeah, but you're like my nephew Jimmy loses his mind that I have pictures with you. Like, and he's well, 26. I'm different. I'm different oh, okay. because I'm yeah, like, I, nobody will ever forget me. But, <laughs> but I'm telling you, even big stars like I was hiking with Lindsey Vaughn, the skier. Okay. And um, this trail was like dedicated by Warren Beatty or something, and she didn't know who Warren Beatty was. Oh. Wow. Because she was lives, uh, you know, 
She's busy. Respectfully, she lives in this bubble of ski world. Got you know? it. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. But That's why she's so good. Beauty. I mean, yeah. But people don't. Re- they people forget her. They don't hear about them. They don't know them. And maybe they'll find them like in a movie one day. Yeah. Or you just have daddy issues like me and have a crush on them when you're a kid. <laughs> No? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was like, who's that guy? Like, I can watch Heaven Can Wait on a loop. Oh, I loved Heaven Can Wait. Not the old, old one. The, yeah, his, the, the his, Warren with Beatty the Rams. One. Yeah, because it was the Rams. I'm a big Rams. That's right. It was yeah. the Rams. <laughs> so I get excited. Julie Christie. <laughs> yes. She was great. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So and my mom always watched old movies. So I guess I do that. And now we do it to my, I have a niece. She's 26, 27. Alexis, 27. sorry. Yeah, so. sorry. And uh, they're just, they're you growing don't need to and know I your can't nieces stand it. Yeah. Age. She, she would get mad if I said her age anyway, but um, she, she watches old movies. Like she would go to sleep to TV land. So she knows her favorite TV shows are I Love Lucy and Golden Girls. And I'm like, that's hilarious. Who doesn't love Golden Girls? Yeah, but she would watch old movies with my mom. And that's her favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. So she, she would know <laughs> Warren Page. Like, you know what I mean? But then some people just don't like i have one another niece i have a lot of nieces and nephews i'm just gonna keep bringing them up you got a lot Uh, of brothers and sisters (laughs) and they all reproduce are you a big from a big family i am i know i am high ass family (laughs) high ass family no it's five of us it's irish we're like you irish catholic yeah yeah. family so there's five kids yeah rick five in my family as well five's like the that's Five's word. like the norm. People got to stop reproducing. Ten is though. uncomfortable. I'm ten. I'm number. I'm Are number you eight. Ten kids There's in ten. Your family? Yeah. My mom's sister had ten kids too. Wow. I know. They People like tell us sex. we're part of the problem. And that's um, not the only time they just had sex. That's my mom <laughs> said she only times. had sex ten times. That's a really? lot of. A if lot you have of, a problem with that, I will have her call you. A lot of Philly fucking. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Eleanor, here's my problem. With kids. Here's something oh. I've been doing r- lately. Okay. I'll see like a big mass of people, whether it's in Times Square or whatever. Okay. And then in my head, I'm picturing all of their parents making love to have <gasps> them having sex. Oh. Because there's twice as many people than that right there. Yeah. Right. And I like you asking, ejaculate fast or? No, no. Oh. No. I, I stretch it, it out. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, um, and then I get home and I start thinking about all of the genitalia oh, that was in that group. Quite a bit. If you put it in a pile. Okay. Man, you know, it's a disturbing thought. It would be. A, p- a pile of genitalia. A pile of genitalia. I'm so nauseous Great name for I a comedy album. But I would separate yes. it out. I would, yes. separ- I would separate them like I do with Halloween candy. Sure. You know, <laughs> I would get home on the floor. How do you separate your Halloween candy? Like, well, I get on the floor. I empty it all out of the bag. Here. Uh, no, it's all like um, Mounds bars, Snickers, all okay. in the same thing. Oh, but you don't separate like coconut here, nuts here. Oh yeah, I put separate piles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Peanut uh, butter uh, the, here, but the nuts. No, I don't separate the nuts. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have people that do that for me. <laughs> that's the, that's the beauty of success. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's to have no more people. nut separating. And I don't know. even trick or treat. I have somebody go out for me, and they that's trick smart. or treat. Yeah. They yeah. go for they go out for you as you. Truly. Here's my best discovery to date. Okay. It's in an app, um, and I'm not promoting them or anything, but it's called, um, oh, I'm forgetting it now, but you can hire them to come to your house and, and do work. Oh. And um, Which one? Because I feel like there's so many. Um, but, I'll, t- I'll tell you in a second. I'll look oh, at my I like phone. it. He's but they of, also have a, they, they'll also wait in line for you. They'll wait in line for you if you want to get a ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, you pay them, whatever it is, whatever they charge an hour. Uh-huh. And they will go out there and do it, and um, and they are called. As I look at my phone right now, with thirty million apps on okay. it, <laughs> they are called. Give me one minute here, as I have my people <laughs> look it up. Like the app master is that he, more apps than anyone. Yeah, that Eleanor Stall. <laughs> he also knows that there's no not supposed to be dead air in radio. Yeah. So he's trying to give he's me a moment. It. He's keeping it on, and what, he's got he's a radio he, guy. What he's good is he knows what's going on. He, okay. he so found the app just, a while ago. He's I didn't find the app. I did not find the app, but I know the name of it. It's called Task Rabbit. Task Rabbit. Okay. And, and you call them up, and sometimes they'll you know it's forty bucks an hour, but there's a two hour minimum. Okay. And uh, and I don't know how that compares to the people at the. Uh, Home Depot parking lot. Ah, oh, I wonder if they came up with it. Twenty dollars, you can get them all day. Really? Yeah. Now here's Home what Depot. I'm thinking: with Have the you holidays. Done that? Well, I'm going to do it this holiday season. I want to get them to come over and lick some envelopes for me. Okay. 
See that? Will not, they do that? They, not, not only will they do it, they will be excited at the lack well, of backbreaking labor. What I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to pick them up in a pickup truck. I'm going to get like 10 of them. They're going to think they're coming to a big job site. Yeah. And then I'll load them and bring them into the uh, den at my house. Smart. Okay. And I'm going to put all the envelopes out on the floor and have them start licking the envelopes. Smart. And the people <laughs> Will are going to think about the genitalia in that group. <laughs> Their parents' genitalia. I'll think about their parents yeah, having okay. sex. It's not about their genitalia, well, Eleanor. That's the disgusting. Whole genitalia of the group. You think about the genitalia that created the people. Got it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it had to be of age. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean you know, this is like a 35 year old man, but you're thinking about the genitalia that you know really got together to create that 35 year old man. Got it. That makes better. When, when there's a family in the audience, like a. You know, like twenty-five year old and his parents. I love asking the parents if they remember what position they oh, were. That's so wrong, Rick. And, and then that's the, uncomfortable. The twenty-five year old gets really <laughs> uncomfortable, and almost every time the parents both get enormous smiles, like mischievous, like like, hey, like they remember. He Dad always remembers. Does he? he? The looks like basically. Dad would forget. <sighs> you know, I think some of them are really special. When is your birthday, Rick? Uh, <laughs> April twenty-fourth. Okay, so you're not a Valentine's Day baby. No. I think I am because my birthday is in next week. And okay. It was February probably. Yeah. yeah. So 10 months, so nine you months. Do, I got it. So you do that. Yeah. yeah. I think we, I was, I'm August 29th, so that's New Year's. And I was also circumcised to look like a heart. Okay. Yeah. To Valentine's make nice. <laughs> that That's another health. sign. Yeah. Do you get, do you put chocolates? Did you ever get it like molded in chocolate? No. That's a thing you can do. Genitalia. No. You can get you can get your junk molded, molded in chocolate, chocolate, and then do you give that to someone? Is you that can. the deal? You can. Or is it or for you, you to enjoy it and eat yourself? You're eating your own dick. Is that bad? Do Does it go both ways? I, I like well. When it comes to dark chocolate, I'm seventy two percent, no higher. Okay. You <laughs> about that? Yeah. I like that because when you go up to like eighty five percent, it's a little. 80, it's too. It's it's cooking butter. It's baking. It's baking yes, chocolate. You're right. Then. Yeah. And that's not great. Yeah, it's too bitter, I think. It's something. It's too much cocoa. <laughs> you know? I like the way he says that. Cake cocoa. Hey, I went to a, a hotel in Paris. I go to it every once in a while. Very hot. And they got the hot chocolate down in the lobby that is to die for. It's so rich. It's like, it's almost like melted butter. Ooh. And it's like $30 for a cup of coffee. No. But you got to thin it out. I always get a side of milk and I'll just thin it out a like, little bit, you know, so it's not so thick. But man, you could sit there with that cup of coffee and just sip on it all day. I mean, uh, chocolate. Ooh. Because it's that rich. Take a I break. Like. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> See, he really is. A He's guy. good. He, he, just, he had his point and then. Wait. <laughs> I want to know what year did you get? How did you get SNL? How did that come about? A lot did of people ask it? me how I got on Saturday Night Live. Although they phrase it more like this. How did you get on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> <laughs> I almost said that because yeah. Mitzi was tapping me I like, know. ask him. And I'm like, yeah. all right. Ask him. <laughs> Why are you bartender for the improv on Saturday Night Live? Helping them um, make money. Dana Carvey is a friend of mine and he got selected to be on SNL that okay. summer for that coming uh, fall. This was back in the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> Great century, yeah. One of my one of my favorite centuries. I enjoyed that generation. <laughs> Same Z's. and um, and I was so excited for him. I you know I was excited that I knew somebody that was going to be SNL. In yeah, fact, we you know we used to be roommates. Kind of he he rented the room over our garage in this house I was living in in the Hollywood Hills with a couple of the comics. You don't know who they are. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> who were so, they? Who were they? Well, Joe Kenny was a, he wasn't a comic. He was a writer producer. He's, he's since okay. passed away. And then Sorry. Bob uh, Duback is the other comic. Who, Are those uh, lights bothering you? You want me to turn them? Those car headlights? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's interrogation lamps? A, no, it's I fine. But part. I will tell you that sometimes I go to um, therapy with my okay. wife, which is good. It's very healthy to do that. And she has a bright, a, a big window in there. You know, it's floor to ceiling. And it's always open. The curtains are open. It's always bright out there. And sometimes I close my eyes. I get and then it. I, I, get, I get reprimanded for that. Yeah, because you're not. I'm, I f- you're not they, in the moment. They think that I'm like avoiding, you know, communication, or I'll wear sunglasses. Especially in therapy. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> and then I, I purposely, you know, sometimes I cross my legs because I, I do that a lot. But and they're I fold long. My arms. They're very long. And I tell them, I said, now this don't read this body language into being like defensive or you know, yeah. kind of like. 
closed up because I'm not. Get some goddamn get curtains. Some curtains. Yeah. yeah. And let me just fold my long legs. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right, let's so talk sorry. the truth. Let's talk more about the comics and the house you lived in. Okay. So, so Dana hooked you up. Yeah. Go. So yeah. So I live with those comics, and then uh, Dana goes and uh, goes to SNL, and then he recommends me. So I go in for an audition, and and I, you know, I end up getting it because I just talked to Dana about this the other day. In fact, I said, you know, I talk about this sometimes, and he goes, Yeah, I, I mean, I recommended you because they were looking for somebody tall like a Chevy Chase. <laughs> Okay. And um, also, you know, people that had chemistry together. And so we all knew. And I, you know, I, had, I was dating Jan Hooks at the time. And okay. she was up for it. And she became a cast member. And I yeah. was a cast member. And Dana. So we all knew each other. And um, and so, yeah. So those were the people that lived in my house. And then I was after, when I went to go do it, um, David Spade rented my room from me. Oh, wow. In that house. Yeah. It's a lucky house. It really was. Were you guys like, renting it? Was yeah. it in Hollywood Hills? Yeah, it was something? a nice Spanish house okay. in Hollywood Hills. Um, nice. Alciona Drive, right um, You know, near, um, not too far from uh, Beachwood Canyon. Right now, like 30 comics will probably be running. How do we get there? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder who lives I there I want to rent that room. It's Dana. <laughs> I got to get on SNL. All right. Dana got Spade on SNL as well, correct? Well, Dana didn't get anybody on SNL. He might have recommended he just Spade. Right. Yeah, he got him. He recommended me. He might have recommended Kevin Pollack too. Oh, okay. But I remember when I was, uh, it came so quickly for me because I had three days like to tell people. I had to pack up and go and be there on Monday. Wow. But I think Rick Overton, do you know the comic sure. Rick? Yeah, I mean, I, I think he basically thought he was on the show. I mean, they told him and he had packed his bags and sold everything and Holy and then shit. I guess I came along and they saw me and they took me instead, which I didn't think was a good move because Rick is so talented. You know, he would have been great on there. And, um, and yeah, so I, I got the part. But this time you got it for being tall. At the comedy store, you didn't exactly. get in because you were Much tall. Better. See how but it works? Yin and Yang. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Because right. we, we tease, say Mitzi's like Noah's Ark. Like she had two of everything mm-hmm. and she didn't exceed that. Like she would have two tall guys, two short guys. I yeah, dwarfs. I got passed solely up by the fact that Mitzi said uh, she needed a new young guy. Yeah, <laughs> so I was I was twenty one, and she would uh, she would make me go first, and then the uh, one of the few times I actually talked to her, I go, uh, you know, I said, yeah, thanks for you know giving me the spots. You know, it's kind of tough going first, but you know I appreciate it trying to like you know plant the seed yeah. like maybe you could put me in a different part of the show yeah she goes oh you're so young if you bomb people will forgive you i was like <laughs> oh but you know when you look back it's you know i'm kind of glad that i um i had to go other places because of course you mean you look at a lot of mitzi's pets as you call them sure. and they never went anywhere really you know that's not nice to say about Dama Rara, as comics I like it. as oh. comics <laughs> Dama Rara, um, it's one of my best friends. Is, you watch is, it. Is a very good friend of mine okay. too, and I think there's probably no one quite as funny as him. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. Terrible That's attitude good. on that. Terrible guy, attitude on Dom. He's That's what one I respect most about him. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember watching like um, Mike Binder. Okay. Mike Binder was like 16. I know him now. Yeah. A great guy. You know, we hang out sometimes. And but he's not a comic anymore. But Isn't that crazy? He was getting the cush spots on open she mic night. She loved him. Put That's him a on big pet. The That's best time pet. spot ever. And he was like seventeen or sixteen. And I remember he'd do a joke about waiting in line at Disneyland. And I remember <laughs> as an open micer, I'd be in the back of the room watching him get every week get the best spot. And then I'd get on there like at one thirty in the morning or whatever. Right. You know, after all the like the established <laughs> comics came in and. Sure. Did their spots. And, it's um, like what time my spot is tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love the open mic guys. I, I could, what time is your spot tonight? That's like midnight. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I loved the open mic nights. And I, if I never even made it, I'd still be doing them because it was so exciting for me. Yeah. I mean, it is fun. I don't mind like going on late. I feel like you learn a lot going on Yeah. Late. You learn, whatever you go on, you learn something. I don't watch anymore. Um, yeah. I can't, I, because of waiting tables so long. That I was in the room and I would know the rhythm of a comics. Yeah, yeah, and you don't get anything for anybody either. Put drinks down to it, and I'd be like, "Ugh, what?" You don't get drinks for people anymore no, either. No, it's so kind of bullshit. What? Yeah, it's kind of bullshit. <laughs> I knew, I knew every comic in the clubs back then, Eleanor. I could tell you anytime they would 
take Same. a breath or yep. swallow. And Seems so when my parents came out to watch a show, I knew when these comics were doing their dirty bits. And I grew up in a family that we never swore and you know oh, wow. we never talked about that stuff. And so as as the bit was coming up, I distract my parents and by <gasps> saying, Hey, do you guys want to go to Grandma's Chinese Theater tomorrow? And then the guy <laughs> would be done with his dirty bits. You know? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Where did you grow up? Bridgeport, Connecticut. Whoa. Not proud bougie. of it. Industrial city. I know Bridgeport. It doesn't belong in Connecticut. It's like the Detroit of Connecticut. It's true. They have a, a stress factory there now. I know. I mean, uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Stress, stress factory. factory. I've, I've done it a couple times. Oh, you have right? already? A couple times? Yeah, with brand Andrew new. Dice Clay. Uh, I'll say the whole name this time. Just so you How did it go? He's an up-and-comer. He's an up-and-comer. It that's was his good. town, man. That's a really blue-collar industrial good. town. It was good. Um, yeah, he sells it out. Like I know the owner, Vinny, is um, great guy, but it's not. You know, it's it's he's struggling getting it going. Really? Yeah, I mean, it was cooking, and then it's not. It's just a weird city, Bridgeport. Yeah. I mean, no, a, I know. a weird it's, place. I mean, several of the mayors were you know up for racketeering. Yeah, and yeah, also yeah, yeah. they came very close to being bankrupt as a city. Mm-hmm. And there's gangs and mafia. Yeah, it's got all uh, yeah. kinds of bizarre elements, but like certain comics he brings in, it's jam packed. It's great, you yeah. know. And it's just I'm, he's so used to the consistency of his Jersey Club that it's you know you get spoiled, and then you're like, oh shit, I gotta start over, you know. Yeah. yeah but it's getting there. Bridgeport, you should go back and do it. I am going your, back. In oh, May, good. I'm getting my doctorate, honorary doctorate degree from the college. I'm honorary, nice. <clears throat> Where did you go? Harvard. No, no. I went to uh, <laughs> Sacred Heart University in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Yeah, I know. I, what I like is that you looked at me and said, Harvard, like, I would believe. Like, I would just go, oh, yeah. He said, like, he knew you're dazzled by education. Yeah, because he knew. I went to I, Harvard I, Westlake. <laughs> it's in the Valley, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, it's a nice university. Uh, but I did play football at Fearful University after I graduated Sacred Heart University. Okay. Because I always wanted to play football. Yeah. And I never did in high school, but we played Sandlot football. We had the helmets and the pads, yeah. and we played the gangs from across town in Bridgeport. And no great? refs, and it was really rough. So I was ready for battle. You know, and yeah. so my friend found out that if we took a night course at Fairfield University, three credits, that'll qualify us to be on the football team if we made it. So we took a course in criminology. Smart. Okay. And we went to three, maybe three classes, and we played football for the whole season. The starting quarterback got hurt, so I got to play the whole season. Oh, my God. And I it was the kicker and the punter. Okay. And I did really well. I did really. I got MVP, and then I, we went back to do the second year, but then I guess some of the other players, one of the, one of the wanted to be quarterback, complained Okay. And they said, we got to take 12 credits now. So I said, I don't need to know 12 credits of criminology, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really uh, yeah. I'm here for, for the pure athleticism. Yeah. yeah. I mean, haven't <laughs> they seen my growth? <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> my, my, my dream was to come to California and become a stand-up. Okay. And also, I would try out as kicker for the LA Express. It was the USFL Football League at the time. So that would be my hook. He's okay. a comic, but also he's the kicker, kicker. for the LA Express. Well, maybe the Bears would pick you up now. Maybe. It's never too late. Never too late to try. The Bears need a... I don't think I can they? raise my leg over my knee now. But but um, I don't think that matters for the Bears. No. I mean, if you're willing That's to live point. in Chicago, all you really need to do is not make field goals. And if you can do that... That I know. would be amazing. I love that you did that. I can't believe you took a course and got to play a co- on know. a college football team. Well, they really did not. It was a club football Okay. It, was, it was all the, it was like regular. I mean, they had pads and helmets and all that stuff. But, right. you know, we played smaller schools. Wasn't in the Big Ten. No, no. <laughs> but we had some really fun games, like all over. We went to Pennsylvania, St. Francis, Stony mm-hmm. Brook, and Long Island. And um, and I just, uh, my dream came true. I got to be quarterback, you know, in a, in a league. And it was fun. That's insane. They're like, ah, oh, the, the quarterback's hurt. Who's, who can throw? <laughs> damn it. Who could see over the offensive line? Get kneeling over here. <laughs> He's <But> growing. <laughs> the one thing I remember, if I could just toot my horn for a minute. First, Please. for one second, talk about me. God. <laughs> <laughs> we were, uh, they were trying out field goal kickers. And I had a good leg because I used to play soccer and rugby, too. Okay. And so... They'd set the ball on the 20 yard line, and there'd be like four of us, five of us, you know, trying out. And I kick it, and I split the goalpost each time. We go back further. Now there's like three of us. Now we're on the 40 yard line. There's two of us. And now I'm like on the 50 yard line kicking. And the coaches are looking at each other like, 
you know, you can almost hear the music. Like right. we've discovered something here that is, you know, <laughs> we're going to make field goals this year. <laughs> yeah. We're just going for the three points. Yeah, <laughs> just get us to the forty. And then they started. They said, you "They might bet? take us serious." Do you want to bet that we from sixty? Are you going to want to make a bet? I said, "No, it's okay. No, no, I've been lucky so far. Tagging out of this fifty. <laughs> yeah. Did you get it at fifty? I don't remember what the yardage was, but it was really far back. Okay. And I was even surprised. I was kicking it that far. Because you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to go to the LA Express and be their punter because I had a really I could, I could hang time. Yeah. I, I keep the ball up for like two minutes sometimes. Wow. Hang up wow. Yeah. 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 It's all in the spin. It's how you spin minutes. it. I mean, that's yeah. gravity defying. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it would never come down. They'd have to call a game. Yeah, well, that's yeah. true. It is <laughs> amazing. My brother yeah. Jimmy says that about the balls he hit. He's like, they're still in the air. I'm like, okay. Golf like balls? He, no, baseballs. Baseballs. Yeah. Yeah. We were ba- we like to hit things. Golf is fun sometimes. They they golf a little bit. Do you golf? I do. Yeah, I just like to ooh, hit it hard, but then I can't putt. That's that's the part where I You're the happy Gilmore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the hockey player of That makes sense. I like to yeah. I like to be rough. But sorry, that came uh, out. No, wrong. It's, it came out right. I was reading my Tinder profile. My fault. <laughs> uh <laughs> She likes to play rough. <clears throat> I do like it rough. I wanted to be a football player. Did you too. play sports? Of growing? course. What'd you yeah, play? I played lacrosse? everything. Lacrosse, like water polo. <laughs> well, not everything. <laughs> How do they get the horses <laughs> she, in the water? She kind of lied about everything. That's what my mom goes uh, when she goes water polo. How do they get the horses in the water? God ah, damn! <laughs> it's funny. I said that same joke about two weeks ago. We we're walking to by my, my son's pool. Oh. Your mom was in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they, were, they had water polo. I said, where, where are the horses? You can't see the horses. <laughs> Did he get mad? Because I used to get mad. But no, I played football. I played baseball. I was a wrestler. Hello. Yeah. You were a wrestler? As an Just adult. As an adult. That's yeah. That's true. Uh, 1999. Yeah. Easy Rider. Wow. Women of Wrestling right here. Good drop My kick first you. wife was a mud wrestler. That's hotter than mm-hmm. what I did, but yes, I I think I wrestled in the mud once at uh, I forgot the name of it. Don Barris used to be the MC there. Oh Tropicana. yeah, Tropicana. Wow. Yeah, it was a goof. Uh, me and my friend Gabrielle. <laughs> That's <hot>. crazy. <laughs> was your wife good at it? Um, is there ex? It there? was more of a movie thing. She was in a movie called Stripes. <laughs> That's a, my wrestling. That's scene. legitimately what I thought of was the oh, really? the stripe scene. Yeah, she was the one that didn't take off her top. Okay, nice. Yeah, that's why I married her. You're like, oh, <laughs> class. you're so classy. Yeah. <laughs> classy. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Wrestled John Candy. Is that correct? I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how amazing that is? That, like we were talking. That's the about only that. mud wrestling I, I literally can think mud of. Mud wrestling all. was really popular, like in the eighties. Yeah, I think. huge. Yeah. Mud resin, but I was thinking I of old school time. with the oil, but that wasn't mud. That was oh, oil. Yeah, that's oil. And uh, a pig, yeah, and a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get you're confused a little bit. <laughs> Eleanor, I'm, I'm starting I'm to sorry, wonder why your mind goes to these places. I'm a pervert. Oil wrestling. Uh, I am a pervert. Do you use night cream? I do. And what about on your body? Uh, mostly mud. <laughs> when you wake up in the morning, Filthy. do you... Um, you shower and then do you cover your body with cream? Because I do. Oh yeah, of I'll course. put it on my legs. And I what kind put of it everywhere? Yeah, yeah. Your light skin. Yeah, and what I'm kind ashy. of body cream do you use? Do you use oil? Uh, Coconut. It's, it's a shea butter. Oh, shea, shea butter. butter is nice. Yeah, shea That's butter smooth. is nice. Yeah. Yeah. All so over I'm all your body. Smooth and silky. Yeah. And then Why your are your socks go on nice. Your zip. Tell me more about the shea butter. It'd be a very long zip, though. <laughs> the zipper is. It's got to go all the way up. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the button-up uh, <laughs> jeans. Maybe no. is that still a thing? Are they still doing that? I have a free pair, and I pull them up, and I go, "Oh, not these again." But yeah. it's too late. I got them up. A long way to take them down again. Yeah, yeah. It's too much work. <laughs> Mostly because going to the bathroom. You got to yeah. button them and, you know. Yeah. I would just leave them. Yeah, I don't like the button fly. I would just go in the pants. And then I have these jeans I bought in Nashville about three years ago. And they're supposed to be like really good jeans. And they say don't wash them too much. You know, don't wash You're them at all. You're not supposed to wash jeans too much. Yeah. and uh, but Real jeans. But I put my hands on them. And the blue dye is always coming off of my hand. That's good jeans. It's a really good gene, but yeah. I don't want to walk around like Blue Man Group all day. <laughs> You're the only person in the world who feels that way. Because yeah. the rest of Are us. Are you not a percussionist? We want a Blue Man no. Group. That's all I want. Yeah, I want it to That's be. That's why I got into comedy. To just hoping to, to meet someone who could introduce me to the Blue Man Group. 
You know, and Mitzi, she just didn't see it. Well, Would you rather see like um, 10 Hours of the Blue Man Group or Stomp? <laughs> God, I, I mean, hard pass Stomp. on I've all of both. the above, but I like the drum beats, man. I do too. I've seen both. You don't like that? Stuff? I don't enjoy anything. I do. That's I'm dead inside Rick. too, man. Yeah, yeah it's just, just so dead. My wife complains I don't get excited about things because I don't trust anything anymore being in this business. Yeah. Oh, how could you always get you? let down. Yeah, what yeah. year did you start doing stand up? 78? Yeah. 1977, so you, something like that. You probably lost interest about 82. It's not that I lost interest. <laughs> it's just that I got used to it and I got comfortable with it. And it, I didn't have that adrenaline rush anymore when I come off stage. Like I used to come off in the original room on open mic night. Yeah. You know, where I just killed and I come off stage and my heart was beating and I was so excited and who was in the audience, you know. But now it's kind of like, Nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I I wanted that dead air. I love it. It's like I it's just um, finished writing. You know, I still the, get excited. I still fall a little bit for things, but I'm starting to yeah. teeter off. Yeah, you're, I'm 13 you're better years off that in way. now. 13? That's mm -hmm. all? It'll, well, February of 13 years. Yeah, I started late. Like I said, I was waiting tables here. You didn't start late. You started. You just weren't on stage. True, I would talk yeah, about the shit. Yeah, because remember how funny you were in high school? So funny. What happened to that girl? I, you know what? I <laughs> left her behind uh, yeah. in that Catholic school uniform for other people to fantasize Why? Keep about. Keep talking. Why Keep are those talking. uniforms so sexy when they're so ugly? All girl Catholic high school. Everyone was pregnant. Were they really? I, yes. really? It's about what's underneath Immaculate that conception happened at least once a week. No. I, I mean, everybody... I, I can remember sitting in religion class and everybody just... Having the belly and the Are rosaries over the belly. Are you kidding me? So bad. But it's true. It's just, I mean, my best friend had a kid. She was 16. I was 15. My godson, I Lewis. can't believe what they're doing in high school. Now I'm worried now about my co son. Now it's co-ed. Now it's co-ed. Are you sending him to Catholic school? Private school? It doesn't matter where we're sending him. It's They're all the same. It's drugs and sex and, you know, cars, expensive cars. It's so... Cell phones, iPads. Yeah, I don't like He's any of that. He's got a three-year-old. And I'm already concerned. I take her to preschool. And I'm way less rich than the kids she goes to preschool with. <laughs> I know it. I walk through my son's parking lot. Porsches, BMWs, you know. Oh, you got to take him back. I, gotta drive by, I have to drive by Calabasas High School every day when I take Julia to preschool. And to see the cars these kids are driving, so much nicer than the car I'm driving as a 38-year-old man. Tell me about your first car you've ever bought. Uh, my first car was a 88 Oldsmobile Delta 88. Nice. Just a real nice, we called him Automatic? Gran, called a grandpa, oh yeah. Called a grandpa and, uh, you know, just a lot of good memories, but just treated the car like shit and it didn't yeah. matter because it was built well. Yeah. Like I remember turning a corner going like 60 in a neighborhood, so you know. <laughs> And uh, so sliding off the road onto the grass and the sidewalk, nice. plowing directly through a no parking sign, okay. and not even denting my car. No, just, hurting everything just bent else, the thing though. and broke it yeah, off. Yeah, because yeah. they were real cars. They were like made tanks. out of actual yeah. metal. Yeah. Metal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like I had a Toyota Tercel. If if a little rock hit it, I had to replace the whole side. Do you know what I mean? Like it's tin can. Yeah. yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. It's awful. My first car was a 65 Chevelle Malibu. Ooh. That and I think it was nice. around 1970. 65? Is that the one my brother Jimmy just got? Three yeah. in a column. But the first <laughs> new car I bought was a, um, a, a Datsun. It was a Datsun B210. With that back? No. It oh, was just okay. a regular, like, boxy-looking B210. And the color I got, because it was the only one on the lot, was like an ace bandage brown, like <laughs> butterscotch. That was a hot so killer car throughout oh, the 70s oh, and 80s, man. though. Yeah. yeah. You put whipped cream on top of that, <laughs> people go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Did you do that? I, no, no, no. Oh, okay, I was just... He wasn't trying to make people crazy about no. that. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't like... It was... Uh, I, my managers at the time said, don't get a radio or air conditioning because that'll really pump up the price. So I had a car with no radio and no AC in LA. No way. And I pick up this girl on a date for a first date and she goes, where's the radio? And it's like really hot, you know, the windows <laughs> down. And so I was so embarrassed. The next time she went out on one more date with me, but 
when I picked her up this time, I'd cut out a picture of a Blaupunk radio and put it in the, you know, where the Smart. radio is. Should have been. It in there. <laughs> and um, she didn't think that was so funny. <laughs> 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 That's why it only went one more day. Is that your first day. wife? Uh, no. no. <laughs> she didn't go for it? No. <laughs> no the girl left me for a drug dealer. Okay. A coke dealer, yeah. Okay. God, the best ones always do. They do, right? Yeah. yeah. Those good girls, they just leave you. I never I never married, but my... have. You haven't married yet? No, I've been engaged three times. You kidding me? Yeah. Same guy? Yes. No. All different. All right. I'm going to trust you this time. <laughs> I'm not. Kidding. You made it this, this time. time. I'm serious. <laughs> Eleanor, let's get married. Right, you don't have to out me. <laughs> Kevin might not know my history. No, but, I do know a little bit of it. Oh, okay. Good. Well, Wait I, a minute. Do you do an impression of somebody? Dice was, was my second ex-fiance. Yeah, but who's your first? Oh, well, he was doing Dice. Um, my first was a guy named Bill Branca. He was a booking agent. You know Bill? I know Bill. He booked <laughs> me on some of the best cruise ships ever. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> Doesn't sound like the my best, Billy at all. The best cruise ship. And the ship. third one? Ronnie. You wouldn't know him. Ronnie? He's not in the business. He's just. Well, well, he was, was funny. The, a lot well, of people did his. Uh, he was an interesting character. Which one character? was the most hurtful? Hurtful? Did you break off the engagement each time? Yes. And my the first one was the worst. Billy How was, long were you engaged? Uh, Like a year. How long were you dating him? A uh, year and a half. That's okay, a pretty so quick. Too much time damage yeah. there. Not too much time damage, but like I, when we got engaged, I was like, I wanted to have ten kids with him, and his uncle played for uh, the, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Dodgers. So I would, I was like, oh, this is it. You're gonna I'm have gonna athletes. Have my athletes, you know. Now I have my little Jimmy who plays for the Minnesota Twins, so I just live vicariously through him. Okay, so that was the first one, and then yeah. Dice, Dice, and then oh, no. <laughs> Andrew, stop it. Uh, yeah, and I still tour with Andrew. I'm still really good friends with Andrew. I used to do open mic nights with him. Did you? Yeah. And here or that the was bef- here before no. he was Dice. That's when he was doing impressions and stuff. Yeah, he was doing yeah impressions. Travolta and yeah, all that, yeah. Yeah, he was he was kind of Buddy one Love. of yeah. Buddy, Buddy Love, Love yeah. was what started the whole Dice, Dice. thing. That's exactly it. most people don't. When you say that to people, they're like, who? But I was obsessed with Jerry Lewis, so I Me too. Oh, I loved him. I loved his movies. Everything Jerry Lewis did. My mom the bell, said- Was it The Bellboy? Mm-hmm. And, when, the, and uh, the Caddy? Yeah. Everything. He was such a goof. The Nutty Professor was my favorite. And then even with Dean Martin, I go crazy from them together, oh, like yeah. Dean, the Velvet Voice. But my mom said when I was real little- she would go to put like Sesame Street on or something, and I'd be like, "No, put on Harry Jewish." And she's like, "Who the hell is Harry Jewish?" But I—that's how I said Jerry Lewis. She didn't know I was an anti-Semite. I mean, <laughs> she didn't then, find out. But she found out quick. later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that she once she found it, she's like, "This guy," and I would just be glued, glued to whatever yeah. Jerry Lewis was doing. Yeah, so my was mom great. was like, oh, just put on Jerry Lewis, she'll be quiet. <laughs> Meanwhile, there was nine other <laughs> rascals running around the Kerrigan just household. Just punching me like, we don't like this show. We're going to kill you. Taking you turns, again. hitting each other with wooden bats. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that, Rick. It's South <laughs> Philly. It's just how we say hi. You're not related to Nancy Kerrigan, are you? No, why would you bring that up? Oh, we would never get name. beat up. Oh. <laughs> 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 he answers literally. <laughs> He's got a great uh, reason for asking. You're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this daintiness. I'm taking my cap off the bottle, and I'm yeah. about to drink it. They can see you in the camera. Mm. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I forgot well, there's a camera here. I know. There's two of them, actually. Um, They're not operating them. I thought that was a sprinkler, but I guess it's a camera. Huh? Uh, it could be a sprinkler. I mean, we're not going to save anybody in a fire. but um, We don't have cameras, per se, but we do have clamps. So if you wouldn't mind just clamps looking at the really clamp. nasty. Clamps is <laughs> I got clamps when I was name. in college, and let me tell you, don't regret it at all. My clamps are beautiful. You know what seems like the worst kind of STD to get is crabs. Yeah. Tell me about that. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, my my neighbor is like I'm he's t- probably I don't, he's probably in his seventies. I don't okay. really know. That makes sense. But he uh, he said I, I used to have long hair like two years ago. Yeah. And I cut it, and he was like, "Hey, man, why'd you cut your hair?" And I was like, oh, "I just figured what what you know why do I have long hair? I guess." And he was like, "I remember, man, in the sixties, I grew my hair out, and then I had to shave it." I go, oh, yeah, why'd you shave it? He goes, well, you know, 
I had sex with a lady who wasn't the cleanest, and I got crabs, <laughs> and uh, you know, I just I had to shave the whole body. I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and I was staying with my wife and my like one and a half year old at the time. My wife's just looking at me like, don't talk to the neighbor anymore. Yeah. Like, All right. Good to see you, buddy. Did you ever have crabs? No. My neighbor just had Chesapeake. them. Chesapeake. Okay, just a peek. Very yeah. nice. My neighbor had them, and my brothers, this is my older brother, uh, They, him and his friends decided to play a joke on her and tell her that if she holds a mirror down there, that the crabs will see themselves and jump off. Smart. That's good science. She, so they were, and I'm, I'm really little, and they're by the phone waiting for her to call with the reports and all this stuff. And she kept calling. It's not working. <laughs> and I don't like what I'm seeing down there. <laughs> well, and then they would be like, "Let us come over. Let us see what's <laughs> smart." Those are the good old days, Tormentors, you know. Tormentors, pre me too, when you could still yeah. look so at a girl a checking like yourself in a mirror. Uh, anyway, you're amazing. I feel like we're keeping you because you're. I know you. Not you're, at all. No, but you did the you did your shows, and now we're like you. Yeah, you got to get over. You got to bartend you. tonight. I have to go home and edit. I'm gonna be. What editing. are you editing? I did my little hiking show. I do a little hiking. I love show. it. I think Thank it's you. terrific. But the you editing, had some killer guests so, on there. Got some good people. Yeah. Yes. But, um, thank you. But um, the editing takes a long time, and I post you do it, it every yourself? Thursday. Yeah. Okay, we post this every Thursday. That's so impressive. Why don't you do one of those apps and have an editor come over? Well, I thought about that. Maybe I will one of eventually the Home do Depot that. guys. Yeah, the Home Depot guys will <laughs> paint it for me. They know how to cut the film and tape <laughs> yeah. it together. They're Let's good. Come over the saw. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Kevin Nealon's new show? Yeah, it's it's just a painting of him hiking with celebrities. The problem is the editing is kind of like half of the comedy, you know. Oh, absolutely. So, so an I, editor I like that chops the comedy it. is no good. Yeah. But but if you but it takes so much time. Even my son said the other day, he goes, "Dad, can't you do like one every two weeks?" I said, well, "No, I got to do it every week. Thursday." Every Thursday, yeah. you're right, but it's true. Consistency—that's what they want. Yeah. So, and this is the third season, and I do thirty-one every season. Oh, so okay, thirty—that's great. Yeah. Well, how'd you decide thirty-one? I—I I just the first season His favorite number uh, determined that. I just uh, stopped and I thought, well, how, when am I going to stop doing this? I should just stop now. And how many are you going to have? Thirty-one. Okay, thirty-one. I'll call that season one. Because <laughs> I need I need a break. I wasn't like able to get people every week, you know, and I'm right. hustling and and you know, so I just took like you know five months off, four months off, and I just banked, started banking them. Wow, that's and, awesome. And though. then I learned last season that I have to bank enough to get through the holidays because nobody's around to hike. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, it dies yeah. around here. So right? I so I have about enough to get me through the second week of January now. That's, that's great. That's the only time I can book commercials anymore is when everyone else Everybody is like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, that's yeah, true. People here. don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Companies have money to spend. Yeah. On their marketing. I, I booked one like two years ago and it was, I went in for the original audition and it was like beginning in November and it was me and a bunch of like Middle Eastern people and I'm like, it was play like a clerk at a... <laughs> gas station or something i'm like Hilarious. what am i doing here and then i went to the callback and there was like three of us oh wow and I go, wow Everybody they really knows. narrowed it down they go no no one else is in town so i was like no <laughs> and then i booked it i'm like wow this is great i can't believe they picked me and they were like well they felt like it would Process be racist of elimination they said, we thought it'd be racist if we went with the middle eastern guy <laughs> I'm like, well whatever it takes you know hey i'll play the non-race if you're worried about being racist i'm your guy reverse racist who was your favorite guest on your show so far? Well, are we allowed to say they're all like good? They're all different. Who's your least favorite? Least guest favorite, though? I will oh, tell okay. you. No. Sure, that's no. an easier question. Everybody was great. Everybody was great in their own way. Yeah, I've you watched know. a couple of them. That's great. You, you should had watch Lisa all of them. Kudrow. <laughs> no, you're right. It's kind of rude the way she yeah, said that. Because <laughs> I've watched them all four or five times. It's like when people just check <laughs> Each a couple. One? People can check a couple of your stories yeah. and then they're gone. Like, oh, okay, I guess it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, if, did you ever see somebody has like the little, th I'm yeah, like, oh, I it's can't, It's like stitching. <laughs> Nikki Glazer. <laughs> it looks like Glazer. jean stitching across the top. <laughs> I said, I'm done, man. I'm done. You I put so much work into this. this. Story. I'm not going to no. know how this ends. <laughs> Give me like two strips. I'll look at them. If, you know. if, yeah. I've never, I've never seen an Instagram story. What? I've never watched one. Because oh, you have a two-year-old. Yeah, I have a three-year-old now, but I just don't understand. 
I should have I should have existed like sixty five to ninety five and then died. Okay. Because I'm just not. I like where you're I'm just not with down that. with anything modern. The kids are into. I never um, vined. I never did any of that shit. I don't I don't think anyone vines anymore. Easy. I heard that Larry Larry Gelbart, you know, who created Mash, mm-hmm. and Norman Lear, the best, Carl Reiner, they're at a deli and they're talking about the current state of television and oh yeah, all the platforms and the short attention span. And Larry Gelbart said, "Norm, we're dying at the right time." <laughs> you ain't wrong. Yeah, I would have yeah. loved to hear those guys talk. Like you know what I mean? Like just sit like. Norman Lear, I met him here a couple times. Yeah, he's, he's killer. Right. He's amazing. He's amazing. Um, all right. Anyway, so what's the name of your um, show? My show is called Hiking with Kevin. It's Hiking on YouTube. Hashtag Hiking with Kevin or YouTube.com forward slash Kevin Neal and Comedy. And I post a different hike every Thursday. Every Thursday. Every people. Thursday. So tune in on Thursdays. Tune in on Thursdays around one and about ten, eleven o'clock. We could pretend we're a morning radio time. for you if you want. Yeah, Rick's a good, great morning radio boy. Oh man, that's fantastic! I, you know, <laughs> stick around. We got thirty-eight special coming up after okay. Kevin, and uh, he's going to be at the Yoohoo Room. <laughs> so you're, you're talking like Johnny Dare out of Kansas yep. City. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then I'm Laugh Girl, so I just oh, yeah, laugh. Yeah. Like, there's Murphy. <laughs> Murphy. Hey Murph, come on Murph. <laughs> Where's my dog? You were backstage with Nickelback. You know what? You don't even have to tell us. I don't even know what he's saying. <laughs> um, well, well, anyway, for me. thank yeah, you thanks so for being much on, man. for we doing that. I saw Kirk walking back and forth, so yeah, he's probably Kirk's looking for you. Yeah. He's the best. Tall guy club. Tall guy club. Yeah. All right, well, thank you so much for thank being you. here. Guys, don't forget, rate, subscribe. Josh is going to come Josh in coming and in, promote. do some uh, promotion for his stuff. Thank you again. Thanks, Kevin. You're the best. Thank you, guys. What an uh, experience. It's <laughs> such an experience. You finally got to live the dream. Yeah. Dreams do come true. They do. Where's Josh? Oh, right here. Get in here, Josh. Thank you, love. You got it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Get in Rick. there. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. Get in Thanks. there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, Josh is our boy. Thanks, Kevin, for coming by. Thank you. All right. Somebody from the store was calling. They're probably trying to get you upstairs. Like, uh, come oh, on, nobody there? So, all right. Um, Drew Carey's coming to Civilianization, the military podcast I do right here. And it's cool because he's also an Ohio guy. A lot of people don't know he was a Marine. and uh, That explains the haircut. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And the glasses because those oh, kind of yeah. look like the ones you get out of boot camp. Yeah. And also, uh, so check out Civilianization, military podcast done right here at the Comedy Store. Sorry, you, I'm responding. Oh, are you do guys, your thing. <laughs> are you guys going to be doing uh, kind of a whose line is it improvisation, you think? We should. Yeah. Yeah, you guys come down for that real quick. Uh, I have a lot of suggestions for improv. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. Uh, we'll just yes and the fuck out of this, man. <laughs> yes and. Yeah, yes and. And now he just, uh, what's this text? Not doing it now. No, I was kidding. (laughs) I was like, shit, did I text you instead of the girl Drew has a live feed uh, our show at all times. Of course, he's paying attention right now. That's awesome, Drew Carey. I can't wait, man. That's great. And then, um, so I I got some other things I can't talk about, but I want to when it comes to that. So tune into Civilianization. Also, I'll be in uh, Sacramento, the city right outside Sacramento, which is Rockland on the 22nd. For a show called Verbal Insults, and it's going to be fun. So Excellent. get up there. Dude. Thanks Verbal for insight. everything. Yeah, plug. He knew he knew how to. He's good. Put He's that got suspense in there. He's yeah. got some stuff that he can't tell us about. Guys, oh I man, can't tell you. About. I know. It's like fuck. I really want to talk about some badass Navy SEAL. Wait, I can't talk yeah, about that. Can't talk, yeah. about, yeah. talk about these Jeez. guests I got coming in. Josh, wow. some, the, a couple killer Marines that are literally, literally. killer literally. Marines. What? Yeah. That's what? amazing. Like your padre. Double uh, dog. Oh, yes. Yeah. Papa. He'll strangle you with a typewriter ribbon. Thank you. So. All right. All right. We're good. Thank you, guys. Um, also, if you... Oh, where are... Oh, you, Rick, you have something <laughs> to promote? I didn't even promote, like, go to my website, <laughs> no, but just do it. I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Every day is worse than the one before.